The podcast you're about to listen to is part of the Professional Casual Network. To find more podcasts like this, please check out ProfessionalCasual.com. Welcome to the Comic Book Rundown. Same old, same old. How you doing? Not too bad. Been a pretty busy weekend for me. Yeah. Had uh, had Pathfinder on Friday, Pathfinder on Saturday, and then D and D and podcasting today. So it's yeah, it's been one of those weekends where I didn't get any rest. So you know it'll be great. <laughs> that is fun. Uh, yeah, same. I've been I I've been busy esque. Um, Friday I had uh, I had to go see a movie. So, you know, very busy. Um, but then I also had a recording Friday night. And um, Saturday was kind of a relaxing-esque day. I didn't do a lot, but it was really a lot of, like, getting things ready. And then today, yeah, we've got D&D and then recording the rest of the night. So it's The rest of the night. Literally. We got this one, then we got two more recordings after this. So. Yep. Although the second of those two will be, really, the next two will be fun. Oh, absolutely! I mean, all of it's uh, gonna be fun. We got we got Chuck coming back, so uh, actually, for everybody time, that's uh, hasn't had but, enough Chuck time, uh, we're well, we're well, right there giving it to him. That's the thing, though. By the time you're hearing this episode, the episode with Chuck came out last week. So, yeah, it's whatever. Time Remember, travel. Like I said, we're 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 getting them just so much Chuck. All the Chuck. Look, about, we are giving about them every a other week Chuck of Chuck. Time. Uh-huh. Yeah. Ah. Uh, but that being said, let's since we have a, a plethora of things we gotta do today, let's go ahead and get into it. Uh, today we are reading Claus or Klaus. Not totally sure Klaus. how you Klaus. You want to call it Klaus? That says Klaus right there. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> but there is and a... everything in this is German. Uh, you know, okay, Germanic. Fair. fair. But I was pretty sure. But okay, yeah. So yeah, we're reading Kla- Klaus. Yep. <laughs> um, it was written by Grant Morrison, illustrated by Dan Mora, letters by Ed Dukeshire, uh, and then it says, "I'm assuming either Dan did the colors as well as the illustrations, uh, but also his designer is Scott Newman." So yeah, we we don't have anybody that did cover colors, but I'm pretty sure Dan Mora. Did the co- colors on this one. Um, but let's go ahead. It's, it's seven issues. They were printed out. Actually, you know what? I totally didn't look this part up. Um, I know they, were, they came out by... Um, 2019. Boom Studios. Yep. Uh, let's see. Oh. Looks like, yeah, 2019. Well, that was when the trade came out. Oh, oh, 2015, 2016 is what it says. That one makes more seven. sense. Okay. 
that would track more um oh i even looked at the wrong thing whatever yes so let's we'll say 2016 2017 or 2015 2016 yeah yeah um yeah seven issues and this is it's how santa claus came to be it's the story of santa according to grant morrison um i like his take on it it's kind of nice it's it's different and you know the last couple of years we've seen in many different medias different takes on santa claus and how he came to be i i refer to the um the animated klaus on netflix which is such a really really good good movie um if you haven't watched it this season because this technically this episode comes out a week before christmas so oh look at that it's uh you know you could you could go check it out anytime you want Merry Christmas, everyone. Just about. Um, no, but happy that... holidays to everybody else that matters. Oh, wow. Uh, no. no, that 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 adaptation is one of those that I watch every year. It's just, it's just a fun, lighthearted uh, movie. Never seen it. It check it out this year. It's really good. Um, yeah. So, the story of Santa Claus, and we are introduced in the very beginning to Klaus, and he is this like a wild man. He's this, this big burly, um, he's a hermit kind of actually. Yeah. Uh, he lives outside of the, the city of Grimsvig. Yeah. I, be- I believe Grimsvig. Um, and he's, he's coming into the town to trade wares. Uh, this is also, you know, he, he gets stopped by the local... Yeah, he doesn't very get a very friendly welcome. Uh, he gets stopped by the guards on their way in. And, uh, you know, he's like, oh, you know, I, I mean, normally, you know, I can just come in here. I you know, know a couple people. There's some friendly faces. Mm-hmm. And uh, the guards are like, yeah, well, not anymore. He's like, uh, you know... Ever since Baron Bjorn... Um, well, uh, I think... Klaus says uh, he he usually trades up north, but Baron Bjorn has been securing his borders, so that's why he's coming here he, to to Grimsvilk. Um, and so he goes into the local tavern, and he's asking for some you know something to drink. I think his uh, his best drink is that right? Yeah, he asks for his best drink, and he yeah. and the guy's like, "Yeah, we've only got the one," you know, and. Uh... He, he trades him uh, a rabbit pelt for it. Mm-hmm. And he's like, man, it wasn't even worth the rabbit's ass. Yeah, because he even, he even calls him out. He's like, hey, so uh, this is your best, huh? Well, it's pretty watered down. It kind of sucks. Like, what happened to the old guy? The old man, uh, Gunderson? Oh, he said the wrong thing and he got killed. Yep. Yeah, best say nothing, I say. And, you know, he's just kind of... Basically, in, in inferring to Klaus, like... Keep your mouth shut. Yeah. Or, you know, you're going to die. Well, he says, food scarce, ales weak, and strangers, well, they're not welcome here. Yep. And as he says that, you know, three guards come in and... uh, Basically tell them to, uh, you know, get outside. We're going to take all your shit. Yep. And even uh, uh, Klaus is trying to argue. is like, yeah, these are... um, You probably hunted these on the Baron's property and... So this is all like you're trading the Baron stuff to us, which is, it's already the Baron's. So 
Yeah, you're not. You're trading nothing. Like yeah, you have nothing to give us. We're taking it, and it's ours now. Yeah. Now get the fuck out. Yep. Then the guards see a couple kids playing with rocks, and ultimately tell the kids that playing is prohibited by order of the Baron. Um, and Klaus is just like you know leave leave the kid alone. It's just a stone. Like what? Like they're just having fun. Uh huh. And this guard's like a stone's a toy. Anything's a toy in a kid's hand. He's got to have it. You know, you just keep your mouth shut, Wolfman. Yeah, so takes the stone away, and as Klaus is getting ready to leave, uh, one of the guards, like, backhands the, the kid. No, he straight up punches him. Does he punch him? Yeah. Okay. And then Klaus just like, you fucking prick. And he just goes and attacks. Uh, doesn't get much progress, because it's one on five, and they kind of... Well, they're armed and armored, you know? Yeah. Um, and ultimately, they they overpower him. Um, and the guards on the castle keep, castle top, are looking down. One of them is Sergeant Linkvist. 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 Thank, thank you. Uh, Carl Linkvist, if I remember correctly. Uh, and he is obviously like the captain or the sergeant of the guard. He's, he's the head of everybody. Yeah. But then there's Lord Magnus who, or the Baron, uh, no, it's Lord Magnus, yeah. who I guess is ruling the town. He's, he's the Baron of the town. He yeah. married the, uh, Baroness, you know, so. Um, and they're what, they're both watching on as the guards are leading the wild man, the wolf man, uh, out of the city Found in, um, you know, uh, his hands are tied behind his back, and yeah. he's got he's you know basically down to his uh, um, shirt and pants. pants. Like they took his cloak and stuff. Yeah, it's not like he really had. I mean, it was just a cloak. It's not like he really had much else on yeah. him. Yeah, and uh, they're uh, they're chasing him down. Basically, they're hunting him for yeah. fun. Well, which I guess there's nothing else to do, right? And they even said like they don't even give him. He bet he won't make it to the tree line. Uh, they're going to chase after him, and they follow his footprints. And he's there trying to cut the ropes with one of the rocks. And then he gets an arrow in his shoulder. You know, that old chestnut. <laughs> um, and as he is standing off with what looks to be like four or five guards, um, they're like, hey, you have any last words? And he's like, yeah, only this. And he's, he whistles. He whistles. And here comes a giant white wolf uh, named Lily. And obviously Lily and uh, Klaus are friends, like they're uh-huh. companions. Lily comes back and, and takes the ropes off. And uh, yeah, now they're, they're kind of in the pickle because they have no food, no money. And, uh, you know, midwinter is really cold. Yeah. So uh, they they need to go find something to eat and keep warm fast. Uh, in the castle itself, we are hearing the ravings of the what Jonas, the the yeah. Baron's son. Yeah. Um. He apparently is the only one in town who's allowed to have fun, and he is a spoiled brat. All the toys he has, which is. Literally all the toys from the town. And this one in particular is like the model of, I'm assuming the town. It could just be a model of a town. 
Yeah, it's, um, I think it's of their town. Like that, that's what looks... I was thinking. Because it's it's Yule time at yeah. this point in time, so he's getting. While you're supposed to be getting gifts every day for Yule time, he's the only one getting gifts because the men in the town are working in the mines. The kids have no toys; they have so they can't have any fun. Well, their toys have been taken. They've been yes. taken and given to Jonas. This brat. Because Jonas is, uh, he finds no enjoyment in the toys. And he, so he has to have every toy to see, you know, to find something that sparks some kind of, you know, joy in him. And nothing is. He wrecks everything. Nothing, he, he cannot have, he doesn't have an imagination. So, like, this town that was given to him, he's destroying the houses. He's destroying the boat that was in the little moat. Like, he's just... He is a giant brat. Yep, he's a rotten little shit. Yep. Um, so... And that's what happens when, you know, you're a spoiled rich kid. Exactly. Uh, and the Baron, Magnus, is taking Jonas to the the dinner, and they, they come to see um, Dagmar. Dagmar. Yep. Uh, who is married to... Magnus. Uh, Magnus, yep. And it's this giant spread on this long-ass table. Literally all the food you could want. And they're acting like it's, like, annoyance to have all this here. Which is, you know, appalling because the people in town are starving, starving. to death. Yeah. So. Yep, they're starving to death. And they've got, you know, two whole pigs on the table. Uh, you know, plus it looks like I another think... side of ham or something. Yep. yep. And then all of the fixings. It's just it's yep. it's three people who will eat barely a fraction of that, uh, and so all that food's gonna go to waste. Yep, bunch of shit. We do get a quick picture of Klaus and Lily taking down the reindeer, um, you know, to get food. A, an for... angry, raging reindeer. Yeah, he doesn't look happy. Well, he's also got sharp teeth, and it looks like no hooves. And oh, weird. And, yeah, I know. Uh, you know his glowing orange eyes. Yeah. But um, yeah, so from there we get Klaus. He made this uh, this healing magical healing stew that is going to help him heal because you know he he's bandaging up the the wounds from earlier, and yeah. I'm sure he had a couple other wounds like internal from being getting his ass kicked, kicked in, in town. Yeah. So he, you know, busts out his flute and starts playing this little music. We see um, well, he Lily, talks, like... he's like, I feel sorry for those children. He's like, yeah, I know. It's not a concern of ours. Um, you know, he's like, there's nothing we can do anyways, so. Yeah, let's play a tune for the Shining family. Starts playing. Lily joins in with the howling. And as the music kind of floats away, we see these ghostly apparitions come in Um and ultimately, they look like alien skeleton ghosts. Kinda, yeah. They do kind of look like the uh, those beings from Revival. Remember them? Yeah, yeah. Looks similar to that. That is kind of crazy. Uh, but they they ultimately but then Klaus trips balls. <laughs> yeah, like they get they. I don't know what they do. They they're empowering Klaus to do something, uh, and he starts like chopping away at some trees, whittling away at wood. And the next morning he wakes up and he's sore as all get out. And when he like walks just a little bit away from his camp. Well, he's like, damn, my hands hurt, you know. And then he walks over and 
there's a hundred toys that he made. Yeah, there's just so many toys just sitting there and a bunch in the, the bag. He's just like, what the hell am I going to do with all this? <laughs> um, so we continue on into the next issue. And can I say how impossible it is for, for Klaus to throw a snowball onto the roof of this house? The snowball stays together, and not only does it stay together, but it rolls down in a perfect ball. Yep. Now, if and it I mean, rolled down in a roller and came down, I would believe that, because that's how, you know, it would Well, react. but even at that, like, where he's at versus where he threw it to ultimately come down on top of these two guards, that is... Magical. My dude, go play football. Like, that, holy that, shit. That's, that, that's, that's magical right there is what that is. It's weird. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, we get these two guards standing They're They're just guarding the city. This like nothing has happened yet. They're just, they're, they're wasting time. Uh, they're talking about, you know, the, the wolves that, that they keep hearing, uh, that are howling. Um, and one of them actually notices. Claus's hook go up the wall. Yeah. There's somebody on the wall. And he's like, wait, we should sound the alarm. There's somebody on the wall. But before they could do anything, the now gigantic snowball that like rolled 20 over. Like uh, 20-foot diameter snowball. I don't drops get it. On them. But sure, why not? I mean, dude, it's great. It's funny as hell. But at the same time, it's, you know, obviously it's magical. Because... It has to be. Because even if you look at the roof itself, there's not a lot of roof there to get no, that big it... of a snowball. No, there's not. So, like, it it jumped, like, multiple roofs to then fall on them. Either way, though, it's amazing. He cast, he cast Enlarge on it right before it fell. <laughs> you know what? Why not? Let's go with it. Um, and, yeah, it falls on them. They're out. He scales the wall. And then he starts leaving presents on people's doorsteps. And while that's going on, the uh, other guards find the one guards that are, you know, buried in the snowdrift. And they're like, oh, somebody's got to be here. Or they said, you know, they said somebody was here. Let's let's just, you know, ease their mind by, you know, proving their story wrong that there's nobody here. Yeah. And uh, so one of the guys is, you know, off by himself and Klaus freaking jumps him. Takes him out. Yep. Uh, I do love this because he he knocks him out. Like drops him in front of a picture of Magnus, and then he Instagram filters Mag or TikTok filters Magnus's picture, <laughs> uh, and then he puts the symbol for joy. Which are these? Because he made Magnus into a clown. <laughs> are these? These are German symbols, right? Like old Germanic. Yeah, um, actually, those would be um, or pagan. It looks um like um Norse runes almost. That okay. Um. I don't, because there's two more symbols that come up later, mm-hmm. and I don't remember. Ah, whatever. Uh, but yeah, so it's that's not great. Obviously, the uh, the guards are on high alert now. Uh, and then the morning comes, and this one gentleman, uh, Gunnar, Gunner, Gunner, who's good Gunner, Gunner, um, he's. Kind of mad because you know, well, not he's, mad. Well, he's, a, he's afraid he's, he's going to get in trouble. Yeah, like 
the the work bell didn't ring to wake everybody up, so he's like, "Crap, I gotta get the uh, gotta get down to the mines." Well, he the work bell doesn't go off, and she says, "No, it hasn't gone off yet. I just wanted to show you this miracle." Oh, okay. And then he's like, "Look, lady, I need my sleep. They're already killing me in the mines. You know, I don't need yeah. to be any less, you know, rested than I can be." Uh, and as he as he walks out there, what does he see? Oh, he's got three little kids, which uh, I mean. Good for him, I guess. But uh, and they've got a bunch of toys. Yep. And they're super excited and happy. And uh, one of them is a bird. Yeah. And the bird flies out the window and away. And, and he's like, "I hope it, nobody else sees." And then as we go to the outside, we see that everybody has gifts on their doorstep. Yeah. And, <laughs> and then there's a couple of guards that are trying to uh, clean up the uh, sign that uh, Klaus had defaced of Magnus. And uh, Magnus comes over there like, don't be a fool. You know, that's a clue, a lead. We could, you know, find out, uh, you know, where this guy came from. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, blue, he is not. You know, blue, Blue's Clues, he definitely uh, yeah. lost on that one. Uh, but, yeah, so as... But then the, the word's one, flying around. Yeah, the one guard is like, well, we we haven't didn't get a chance to see who scaled the wall. He was unseen. And we have nowhere, we have, they have to have the ability to fly, and then the bird flies in front of them. Uh, and as they turn around to the all the kids in town just playing with all these toys that are magically, like... Alive. A lot, yeah, playing with themselves. It's, it's weird. Wild, um, man. Uh, Jonah sees us all, is like... Oh, uh, looks like everybody's having so much fun down there. I want to have fun. It's not fair. Why, why can't I have fun? Why are they having fun and I'm not? It's not, this is not great. Um, and Dagmar is just like, you know, I'm sure your father will put a swift end to this. Like he does everything else. Whatever. She's, she's the typical, like, mom that you would see with a glass of wine. Yeah. Like, I don't care what you do, kid. It's, this is not my, I, you're bothering me. Get the fuck away from me. Yep. And, uh, and, you know, I mean, so these fucking douchebag guards go through town. Apparently, none of these guards have kids. I like, well, I think all these guards work for the Baron, and the Baron but would... But that's the thing, okay? Where you work... I'm sorry, but I don't know about you, but personally, if my work was like, hey, your kids can't do this... Oh, I'd yeah, no, like, I'd tell my, my work to fuck off, and I'll just I'd be like, hey, look, whatever. there's... 50 of us and one of you. It was nice knowing you. <laughs> Pretty sure that would not work in this day and age, but it would be fine back there. absolutely would have worked. The, the day and age that the comics said, then yes, it would have yeah. worked just fine. Um, But sadly, it's not. So all the toys get loaded up and taken to Jonas, and the evil little shit is, you know, yay, I got toys. It's whatever. Um, yeah. So then, you know, this, uh, while they're stealing all the toys, this, uh, older lady, um, is like, you know, uh, you, what, what, what is your problem? Like, you know, it's just toys for the kids. And uh, he's like, well, Yule time is canceled this year until the miners reach their quota until the king himself arrives, uh, in time for the feast. And, uh, he's like, you know, and then my son, who's got a medical condition, so he can't come out, these toys will be there to bring him joy. You guys should be grateful that you're able to give him the joy that these toys will bring him. Yeah. And then he's like, and then he like shames this old lady. 
because he's a yeah. It's, with, I mean, he's he he's he's a terrible person. It's almost like he has an agenda. It's weird. Yeah. Um. So and he asked, like, did no one see who did this? Who brought all these toys illegally to to these to the poor quarters? And this one little girl's like, you know, it's the. Uh, it was Yule or niece. Thank the you. Yule time spirit. I wasn't even gonna like. I was gonna totally butcher that. So. And, and then he then Magnus is like, "There's no such thing." And then he's like, "All right, Lieutenant or Sergeant." He's like, "Take your men, find him, leave no stone unturned." Mm-hmm. And so Jonas is playing with all these toys that are they all? I don't know if he broke them or if they were broken when. Uh... Uh, I'm pretty sure he breaks them. I'm pretty sure every well, time he does he goes break to them. Play with them. But I also wouldn't be surprised if the guards, when they were just shoving them in the bag, just didn't care. And just well, broke them. Because um, judging by what happens later on, I think actually that um, uh, the toys don't bring him joy because he finds no joy in them because he is doing it for selfish reasons. Yes. So they aren't working for him like they would for the other kids because it has to have that sense of, you know, joy and that, happiness. Yeah, that spark. Yeah. Yeah. So he throws down the bird and Dagmar sees it and she's like, we, you can see there's like a recognition in her face and Jonas is just smashing all toys because nothing is like we said, nothing's bringing him joy. So Dagmar rushes off and she grabs this box that was hidden on a shelf or something and sees this bird toy that looks exactly like the one that she that Jonas just broke. Yeah. And she's like, you know, she whispers Close. like Klaus. Um Night falls and the the sergeant is, you know They still haven't found, you know, the guy that they're looking for. Correct. And so they bring in uh Olav. <laughs> no one can hide from Olav. Olav will find the man. Olav will eat him alive. And then the dude's like, uh, obviously, I'm Olaf. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, God damn it, dude. That's obvious. So as uh, the the sergeant leaves, and oh, he also says, you know, you know, we got to let's stop short of the cannibalism. Yeah, let, let's, let's just catch him. Let's not, uh, you know, resort to cannibalism. Yeah. Um, Klaus, like, ganks one guy off the, the top of the castle. And um, the <laughs> Olaf hears something, and then he gets punched in the face by Klaus. But well, it, doesn't it doesn't do really anything. Yeah. So, and this, again, we can go with some magic because Klaus is able to grab this rope that magically goes around his ankle. And Actually, I think he stepped into it. See, I never really understood that, like, that trap. Like, when you put a rope down and Somebody steps in it and you pull it. Like, more often than not, it's going to go under your foot, right? Um, Not necessarily. So, because the way that it, it goes up through that uh, loop in the top of the flagpole. So, as soon as it starts picking up, the end would go up, which means that it would hit the side of your foot and then bounce up to your ankle, which means it would tighten mm. down onto it. But, like, this one, though, like, it, he's pulling it up, sure, but is it enough to get around his ankle? I would assume so, as long as it was a slip knot. Okay. 
Just seems fishy to me, is all. Well, I mean, yeah. It's comic book logic. What do you expect? Good point. So, yes, he gets him. He basically dangles him. Uh, he, he, like, throws him into the wall and dangles him there. Uh, <laughs> and then he gets the idea of making a snowman out of him, which is pretty Which fun. is great because he uses the dude's legs because his legs are up in the air as feet or as arms. Yep. So uh, it's it's kind of funny. And when the guards see this and, and Lord Magnus sees this, he's just like, okay. Uh, Olaf the Unbeatable's after him. You know, Olaf will find him. He's one of our finest men. Olaf never heard of him. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he's he, he sees that the bag was dropped. And so Magnus is like, get the dogs. Here's a scent. Dogs will go after him. And they do. Like, the dogs chase him down to what is essentially the entryway. Yeah, because he went. To, he was trying to run through there to escape, but they had already blocked the door. Mm-hmm. So he couldn't and get through. Yeah, he's kind of stuck. He, he doesn't have his rope to grapple up. So, um... Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh, so the next issue, he uh, leads the dogs on a merry chase mm-hmm. uh, until he gets to a dead end, which doesn't look like a dead end to me. But, um, I'm assuming there was no, like, parkour. nothing between buildings, like, no, what'd well, you no, say? I'm saying, but, like, there's, parkour. there's, there's, you know, crates sitting there, there's awnings, like, he could literally run and jump off of one of these crates, there's a ladder right there in front of him that leads up to the roof. Yeah. I mean, there's a bunch of stuff that he could have escaped, but regardless, it's a dead end. So he's surrounded by the dogs. But as they're getting ready to, you know, come at him, uh, Lily shows up, and she's like, "Hey, bitches, why don't you uh, go back?" Yeah, to she your... barely says. She doesn't even say anything. She just kind of yeah. She growls, growls and then a little they bit. All run away. Yeah, they all whimper and, and go. And then Klaus just like, "Yeah, I thought I told you to uh, stay behind the wall, Lily." But um, I know appreciate what? it. But now Definitely. you need to get out of here before the soldiers get here. Yes. And um, he's like, "Don't worry, I'll find my own way out." And he gets another grappling hook. Somehow. Magic. Yeah. I mean, it Lily looks more like a fishing hook, but... Yeah, you know what? If it works. Um, but the dogs get back to the guards, and they notice that they are, like, cowering, cowering in fear. And the guy's like, the only thing that could do this would be a wolf. Well, he even says, like, you know, I wager a wolf squeeze, squeeze through the wall. Uh, probably a big one. So... This happens a lot, allegedly, that the wolves can get through. They must have really shitty walls. Well, it's a town. Because if a wolf that big can get through, Klaus should be able to get through the same hole that she went through. Yes, but at the same time, this town has been been worked down to the bone. Like, they are literally being um, worked to death, so they can't keep up the town itself. So, it makes sense that you know, a wolf can get through. And then the guy's like, oh, uh, seems like we're dealing with a wolf, sir. Possibly a wolf man or a ghost. <laughs> and uh, Ling- uh, Lingvist? Lingvist is like, hmm, a wolf, a vanishing wolf, a ghost wolf, no less. A ghost wolf who leaves intricately carved toys on the doorsteps of Grimsvig's children or poorest families. Well, whoever this impos- impossible character is, he won't get away with it again. Keep an eye on every door. Let our invisible beast man find some other way to deliver his magical toys if he can. And then he's on top of the roof and he's just like, hmm, 
Well, okay, look at that. Look at all the chimneys. Oh. Yep. And now we're down into the mines, and we're seeing all of the people. Oh, wait. All before of you do that, though, the kids are uh, putting their wishes up the chimney, and the little papers are flying out of the chimneys. And uh... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense, yeah. But yeah, then back to the mines. Yeah, back to the mines. The men are basically being worked down to the bone, to, to nothing. Um, and every time they stop, you know, or do anything, they get, you know, beat by the uh, soldiers. Yep. There's this one guy in particular um, who's like, he's like the voice, the terrible voice, calling his name over and over. I can't do this. So we're getting indication that there's something going on because, or this guy's just crazy. Who knows? But probably not. Because <laughs> so we get um, back to Gunner, and the kids are you know they're doing their Yule time wishes to we're sending the wishes up through the chimney into the sky for Santa for the Yulerness to see or find. Um, and while this is going on, uh, Gunner gets home. And uh, the mother's like, all right, kids, it's time for bed. You know, go get your Finn, go get your brothers and sister. And, uh, you know, she gets uh, food for Gunner. You know, and what he, a little uh, food the, there one is. One of the kids says, make a wish, Dad. Matt, he looks terrible. Yeah. I mean, I, I've, I've felt that way before, and I haven't even worked that much, you know. Because mm-hmm. I guarantee <laughs> they're doing like 12-hour days. Well, absolutely. It's, from, it's nonstop. Uh, sunrise to sunset, or, yep. well, probably even more. Uh, and then back to the castle, Dagmar is, she's like standing on a ledge and she's like, I wish, going to make a Yule time wish. But then Magnus comes in and stops her, basically like, you know, saying, talking to yourself again. Uh, they say that it's the first sign of madness. And she points out that perhaps talks she... talks to himself all the time. Yeah, picked up from, from you. So, again, things are being... Uh, picked up on yeah but he's like i'm not talking to myself when i'm talking to myself uh and then he grabs the the bird toy that's in her hands and he kind of points out that you know the toy itself you know it looks because she tries to say that it's one of the toys from from Jonas's found pile. It lying in a broken heap yeah, yeah. and he's uh, like that's weird because the wood looks like it's worn and stained by age not like any of the others huh hmm well, and then he's also like, you know, it's it's obviously a weapon. Uh, it could be used to deliver poison. Yeah. I mean, I just don't. Okay, whatever, dude. You weirdo. But he crushes it, and he leaves, and she's, you know, obviously brokenhearted. Um, back to Klaus, and he is making some more magic potion um, to talk to the spirits again. And uh, so he, you know, he eats the soup, he plays the music, he trips balls. Lily's kind of maybe tripped balls too, not sure. Yeah, well, Lily sees everything that's going on, yeah. Because you know that she actually, she's sneaking I, some of that soup I love there. that, but I also, I love her expressions too. Yeah. Like this one, she's like, uh, are we just not going to talk about the four ghosts or the all these blue ghost beings coming up to us? Okay, cool, whatever. I guess it's safe. But it's fun. It's fun. So, Magnus... This, this kind of threw me off, like, the ceiling in this library. I don't understand why it looks the way that it looks. I got nothing for you. 
Okay. Because I'm like, assuming that thing, I mean, it's, the castle itself is really old. It's not like this library is anything new. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. But ultimately, um, what's the name? Magnus comes down into the mines. Apparently he's got like a secret passage to it, which is interesting. But well, he he also well, he also grabs a book out of the library, a specific book. Oh, maybe that's what it is. He goes gets the book and then goes down to the mines. Yeah. That makes more sense. Um, but while this is going on, you know, the, the the Baron gets there and they're like, "All right, everybody, stop working while the Baron's here." You know, because yep. for whatever reason, they can't be working when he's there, even though he's the one pushing them to work. You know, twenty four seven. Yeah, but as he's down there, he's starts to talk to somebody uh he's like he's yeah i've done everything you asked i've remade grimsvig to your exact specifications as a town without cheer we're already working the men to death to meet your demands um we're a little behind schedule but time is manpower and the longer i stand here waiting the longer you remain in you remain imprisoned and then there is a response and the wall itself is like bursting out at him uh, but you, we can't understand the response at the moment. Um, and Magnus is just like, you know, I can't, like, the... They're, town... they're already on the verge of rebellion. They'll rip me apart if I even suggest that. Yeah. So, I'm assuming it's work more. Maybe. Maybe. Or maybe it's steal all their kids. I don't know. That could be it, too. Um, and then he's like, you know, this, this Santa is being taken care of, uh, and... Like, give me the strength I need, and you'll see. Just don't ever forget who's in charge here, and try to keep it quiet, will you? The men are are, are superstitious fools. So, and there's a laughing from the wall. Yeah, so it's obvious that the guys earlier who kept hearing voices, yeah, we're they were hearing, hearing voices. Actual voice, yeah. Um. So then we go to church. Yep. Um. And the the, you know pastor the the the, the friar um, friar is like uh talking about how you know we have to do the good work and take care of the baron and you know we need to quit complaining and make sure that you know we just follow the orders and uh all this other shit and uh yeah and then yeah. they hear the bell start to ring which and is odd because yeah it's not like the bells only ring beginning of the day and the end of the day because that is the time for, you know, starting the work and stopping work. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so they all get outside, and when they get outside, there's the symbol again for joy. Yep. In the snow, really fucking big, in the middle of the courtyard. <laughs> yeah. Um. And it's it's we do see Klaus going from the roof of the church to somewhere else i think he ultimately gets like i i'm assuming into the courtyard or something i don't know but he cuts down the giant tree which has been withered and dying um and, and then, then he lights, lights it on, on fire, fire and throws it in front of magnus which is pretty impressive that he can you know uh make that tree that big you know like just chucking it but you know he's got I mean, he's got magic uh, alien uh, ghost. I mean, he has magic. to have some sort of magic ability at this point, you know. I 
spoiler alert, he gets magic abilities at the end of the book. Yeah. But he had to be having something here and now because 100%. the shit he's doing, it's just damn near impossible. I and even for, even for, like, the strong man, like, yeah. a, a, just a normal strong man, the fact that he was able to take this thing, this giant, what is that? 100 feet? Like, that thing's oh, huge. At least. And chuck it probably, like, a good half the town's length away to the church courtyard. On fire at that. Yeah. yeah. He's, I don't know. Uh, but while he's using the tree to distract everybody else, he slips in and sees Dagmar. Yeah. Now, I will say this for her. Her features have softened since the beginning of the book. Like, she had more of a pointed, not villainesque, villainous look, but, but very, angry. like, removed. She, looked, she always looked disappointed or, yeah. like, un, unemotional. Yes. And by the time we get into the next issue, we're going to see her face like a little more happy, cheery, soft. Yeah. So it's it's very interesting with that. But, so, But not right here at the beginning of the episode because what we get here is a woman. Dead parents. Person. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's on the bingo card, but it's not uh, a movie. Yeah, it's not a movie. Um, but there's a woman frozen holding a baby. And, uh, which is uh, very interesting considering that the baby did not freeze. Yeah. And, uh, they're like, you know, she's dead frozen. So what's that sound? And then, you know, they find the baby. It's like, Carl, this baby's alive. Carl. Carl. <laughs> um, so they take the baby in and, um, uh, what? S- Sigurd, Sigrid and whoever the other guy is, um, uh, the guy that found him, raise him. It looks like. I, I think Sigrid is the king or the baron. I thought his name started with an A. Uh, keep keep going. I'll look. Yeah, anyways. Um, but, you know, so it shows like uh, them. Nope, you're you know, right. Him. Lord Arlek is okay. that guy. Uh, yeah, him playing as a kid, like he's carving um, uh, a piece of wood. Uh, like he, he's made toys for all the kids, like as a kid himself. Yeah. Uh, there's um, like... Uh, little action figures, a train or something, maybe. I like the the wood. one kid's got like an alligator back there. Yeah, and um, he, you know, is carving this bird, and he sees Dagmar as a child, and she's burying her pet bird. Mm-hmm. And uh, so you know, he finishes it up, and then I'm assuming it's sometime later. Yeah, I, we get a, like a montage of of him. Giving the bird to her, and then them Which I kinda, don't know why he flipped her off, but... Well, you know, because <laughs> it could. Uh, and then them kind of growing up together and having what looks to be like a very loving friendship relationship. Yeah. Uh, they goof off, they make snowmen, and... Uh, the other thing is, get... though, we get Mag- a very young man- Magnus that looks a lot like Jonas. Yes. Uh, staring on and being very, like angry and then he hears he says like you know i would i do anything to make her love me and then behind him he hears a voice yep so back to the present and while dagmar ultimately it's just a quick little standoff between klaus and dagmar dagmar doesn't realize it's klaus at the moment um but obviously klaus realizes it's her 
Yeah. I mean, um, he knew from the get-go. Exactly. And they're just going back and forth saying, hey, you know, I could I could pull this alarm and, and the guards and will like, come no, running. If you were going to pull that alarm, you'd have already pulled it. I can see it in your eyes. Yep. And uh, he's like, you know, uh, I bring gift of joy to the children uh, and to a dark town and to a dark season. And he's like, you know, people are starving and dying. People that the people that you loved and who loved you. Mm-hmm. And you know, she's like, "How would you know that?" And he's like, "Ah, because it's me." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, he, yes. Um, and he gives her a new bird, and she's like, "I knew it was you. I, like, I knew, I knew you were still alive." And, and she's she just bitch slaps him. Yeah, it's like you killed my father. We get a flashback. Yeah, we get another flashback. Uh, the, that year, the wolves were fierce on the outskirts of town, and uh, Klaus, the uh, you know young captain of the uh, Grimsvik Guard, uh, you know was handpicked by the Baron to go hunt them down. Mm-hmm. So we see um, uh, er, er, Alaric. Uh, Alaric, yeah, yeah, Alaric's in on the throne, and he's like, I'm so confused, so old, so sick. And Magnus is like, oh, here, drink your medicine, my lord. It's what's keeping you healthy. Probably the only reason why you're still alive. Uh-huh. He drinks it and dies. And while that's happening, um, Klaus has, uh, you know, went with them to hunt down, or they've, you know, caught these wolves in a trap. And uh, he says he hears something. Well, he finds a wolf pup, which we have, you know, can assume is Lily. Yep. And he's and they're like, hey, Captain, you know, what is it? And he's like, oh, nothing. I made a mistake. And then, you know, after they, uh, you know, he feeds the wolf something, and then they, you know, obviously kill the other wolves. Yeah. Um, Not great. No. But, you know, he, he, he at least keeps the one, you know, the baby wolf alive. And, uh, um, you know, he, he it shows him back talking to um, um, Dagmar again. And he's like, you know, your, your father saved me from the ice. If I had any part in his death, could I even look you in the eye now and tell you that I'm innocent? And she's but, like, but, you know. Yeah, Magnus, Magnus had proof. proof. And we get a quick flashback of him yelling that sees a traitor. He yelled, or he killed the Baron and plotted to take his, his place. Um, and it just, he, uh, Klaus doesn't defend himself at all. He, I, I think he probably realized he knew he was innocent. Yeah. And he's like, these people know I'm. They know I'm innocent. No one will believe uh, Magnus, but yeah, but everybody they do. believe and Magnus. He ends up getting uh, ostracized, and yep. uh, they, much like when they uh, hunted him down um, earlier in the story, they send him out, you know, with his hands tied behind his back, without clothes, basically. I mean, he's wearing yeah. pants and boots um, to, you know, basically freeze to death. Well, and they were going to kill him, but then they got to a territory where there was a giant wolf there. And they're like, eh, let the wolf take care of it. And then they ran off. Well, this wolf didn't and just ultimately saved Klaus. And, I mean, I don't think this is Lily because my assumption is it, unless Lily is also magical. Well, I don't, think that, I don't think this happened right after the other thing happened. It had to have. Or at least within... Like a week, because if the Baron's dead, they come back and yeah, I guess that's true. Like unless they were gone for a long ass time, 
even yeah, that, I, I the, a right. pup of Lily would not grow up to be a giant, this giant True. wolf. So unless, unless I, I don't know, there's some problems with that. Regardless, the wolf saved Klaus. Yeah. And now we have a now we're at the point here where Matt, uh, he's talking to Dagmar, and she's just like, you know, Magnus will kill you. Soldiers are hunting you down. Like, you have to get out of here. And he hands her a toy. Uh, uh, he hands her General Grievous. and Yeah, basically. Goes ahead and like, this is for your son. And, you know, teach him teach him properly, basically. Uh, and then he leaves. He, he, he gets out of there. So, and she comes down to Jonas. And he is smashing toys again. Because, why not? Uh, and she hands him the the toy to be like, all right, you know, you can play with it. Maybe it's a scarecrow and you know, what are you going to do from that point? And he's like, Oh, I get it. I'm a, I'm a terrible giant. I, the scarecrow got off his thing and now I'm going to crush him because you know, you're ugly and pointless and stupid. And, ha, ha, ha. and before he can actually smash it, Dagmar stops him and she's like, well, you could do that, but then the story would be over. So broken and it would no longer entertain you. Yeah, you'd be bored so, again. She's like, so what if my giant bird that was actually a dragon appears mm-hmm. and they become friends and uh, you know escape the giant and he you yeah. know, th- at this point in time you know Jonas is like, oh mom, it's like they're really alive. It's like it's like there's actually magic. Like, are we are we playing with toys? Like, is this is this what playing feels like? Yeah, um, and uh, but at that instant, of course, you know, Magnus bursts in, and uh, he's like, uh, you know, there's a, a suspiciously generous revolutionary prowling at the night at will, madness and revolt spreading like disease. There are literally wolves at the door, and the king arrives in two t- days' time. We all have a serious work to do, and I have a grown-up plan, and I expect you to play your part in it, Jonas. He's like, so put the toys away. It's time we made a man of you. Yeah. Uh, we get a quick scene down at, in the mines with uh, Sergeant Lixgiv, wherever his name is. Carl. Um, Linksvik. Thank you. Um, and And there's a couple of the men who are like, who are like, no, we can't. Like, we're going to rise up. We can't do this. Our Yule time is in, in literally one day and our wives and troll are calling on us. We're going to get out of here. And so they go to try to attack the guards, but the guards like, yeah, fuck off stupid. Uh, and ultimately kill all three of them. There's these three men and Carl's just like, he's well, Carl won't get the order it. to kill them. And so the other guy is like, Sergeant, if you don't get the orders, I will. The Baron said to make an example of them, you know, and yeah. then we get more of the free me, free me, free me. Yeah, Carl, he's just, he's at his wits end, basically. He goes back to his, his home, and he meets up with, like, Klaus is in his house. And basically... <laughs> Klaus in the house. Nice. Um, and he basically says... How did you get in here? I came down the chimney. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. Oh, <laughs> Um, but they well, talk. He he and... basically says like, "Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna save this town. 
because Carl uh, uh, Linksvist is just he's he's sick and tired of it. He's sick and tired of the part he played, and he can't get out of it. So he's he's ashamed. He 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 doesn't know what to do, and Klaus just like we'll we'll take care of it. I'll I'll take yeah, care. You of leave it. that to me. He's like I'm throwing a Yule time party and everyone's invited. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and we end the issue here with Magnus making Jonas write a letter to Santa. Uh, basically, and I mean it's obvious he's going to try and lure him into a trap. Yeah, so. it's a trap. Um, we get a couple beginning of the next issue. We get. Dagmar trying to sh- have Jonas show her which where book the was it that your dad showed was. you with the face in it or whatever that talked to you? Yeah, and Magnus himself is in the tunnels talking to the the monster, the being. Um, but then it which shows him walking into the library, holding the uh, the sword of I'm assuming the previous Baron uh, Ulrich. Yeah. Um, and and uh, freaking uh, Dagmar's like, you've never been able to lift that sword before, you know? And he's like, no, look, I've been given the power. The king is coming to kill me, the king and his men, so I have to fight. And, uh... Hey, he's, he's, talk- he, he's just... He's crazy. He's talking about oh, the yeah. uh, the voices in the Black Rock. Uh-huh. Like, he gives me strength. It's gonna be, it's gonna be great. Uh, it, and, he's, uh, well, that's he's, yeah. He's he's off the he's off his rocker, um, very much so. Yep. And uh, he's you know he's like hey he's like you know you were always clever Dagmar. He's like you know I, I need your help. I need you to think of something. You have to get me out of this. Um, and, and while while that's happening, we see Klaus basically going rooftop to rooftop, tossing gifts through presents the down the chimney. Um, and the only reason why this is possible is because they don't have enough, you know, uh, they don't have coal. the coal to make fire. Exactly. Because all the so coal everybody is in else the castle. is freezing, basically, because all the coal is being kept at the castle. Yeah. Um, and so he's supposed to meet the sergeant, and sadly, there is somebody else that uh, comes to meet Klaus. Um. Uh, he basically says uh, when he when he points out, you know, I was ex- I was expecting Sergeant uh, Linksvist. Uh, he had orders to meet me here, and the guy's like, "Oh, you never mind about old Carl. I've had promotion. I'm in charge around here." Um, and he like, shouldn't you be out uh, looking for the Baron? Yeah, because he is in elite guard uniform. Carl yeah. uh, Klaus is, so it's. It doesn't, I mean, Klaus punches this guy out. It doesn't last long. Uh, but then he gets into the uh, the mines where these two guards were about ready, well, one guard was about ready to, like, pummel a couple of the men who were talking. Uh, Gunner and somebody else. Yeah, um, about, they're, they're kind of having their spirits lifted a little bit because of everything that's been happening the last couple of days. Uh, and Klaus comes in and uh, knocks this one guy on his ass. Yep. 
And he's like, uh, there are gifts waiting for your children. Tell them that Santa wears the red and white of Grimsvig, white for the snow of the homeland and red for the blood of the working people who built this town. Your colors. And then another uh, guard comes up behind him, and uh, Gunner knocks the guard out. And he's like, wait, don't you see what you made me do? He's like, <laughs> you, know, you don't look like a ghost. And uh, um, Klaus is like, yeah, well... Like they said, without though, there's no smoke without fire. But I say sometimes there is. But don't tell your bosses this is only for show. Go home to your families and celebrate the return of light from darkness, uh, the way it was meant to be. Mm-hmm. And then he lights the fucking uh, coal pit on fire. But he doesn't. It's just smoke. Yeah. Yeah. And but so that's, that's not. But it's the whole point. Like he's trying to convince. He needs the guards to be convinced that there's fire down the pit, so that yep. these guys need to get out. Um, and then we do see, we're back up to Magnus and Dagmar, um, and he's just, again, rambling about the voices, um, and Dagmar's just like, what is going on in your head? There's no voice, it's it's all in your head, you know, you're going crazy, and, you know, don't touch me, leave me alone, and, uh, she's like, you know, here you are, uh, you know, we have more coal than we could burn in a hundred years, and our people are sacrificing their lives for a voice, and then he's like, you know... I've worked tirelessly to get the throne to make you the queen to my king. And, you know, you're on the battlements waiting for your wild man to carry you off. I'm here, and the boy's uh, are, uh, eternal uh, demands drown everything else out. You know, and he's like, he's basically like bitching about his whole life, even though he's the one that made it this way. Correct. But it's all because of the voice told him to do it. This is all, it's, it's his fault for listening, but it's. And know. he's in he, too deep now to back out of it. Exactly. So he's kind of like screwed himself, basically. But he even he even points out that you know the townspeople call us tyrants, ruthless monsters, and Dagmar's like, when when did we become tyrants? Because she's been in her own world, like yeah. separated from everything. She has no, she doesn't realize that the townspeople hate the Baron, her and and her, yeah, yeah. yep. Um, so. We got a couple guards coming up to Magnus telling him that the the, the mines are on fire. Um, and we see Klaus reading the letter that Jonas wrote. Basically saying, hey, you know, I, my, uh, my, father, uh, my father died some time ago. My mother isn't doing well. She's got no money. Oh, yeah, the, the chimney. The chi- we don't have a chimney because it yep. fell on my dad. And my yep. mother has had money to repair it. So you can just come on walking through the door. It's totally fine. Um, and it's it ultimately, it, she realizes, Dagmar realizes what Magnus was doing, setting a trap for Klaus. Yep. Um, and he yells out, you know, as she's running away, that, you know, he was brewing poisons for, for Santa. Um, and she goes to leave. Uh, one of the guards like warns her against it. He's like, "No, no, no! You can't go out there. They'll tear you apart." You know. And she's like, "No." She's like, "The people can't hate me ma- that much, don't they?" Remember when? And then she walks out there and sees him, and then they throw like mud at her. Yep. And uh, a bunch and, of it looks like they just throw refuse, like uh, whatever they can find at her, really. And it's perfect because this is what Magnus wanted. He's he knew that she couldn't get to the wild man in time. 
because the townspeople have been so riled up. Um, so, yeah, Klaus can't get saved. And as soon as he walks in, he finds Carl tied up, tied up, and in comes a bunch of guards. It's because of the trap. Yeah. Um. And but he fights off the first wave of guards with um, a bar stool. Yep. Uh, and then goes running up the stairs to to get out onto the roof. But sadly, there is a shit ton of guards out there with poison bow and arrows. And, you know, it gets let loose. It hits him a couple times. Uh, he falls into somebody's house. Well, see, and, this is what throws me off because they're, they're poison arrows, but they're also on fire. I mean, it could be both. Because well, it lights the whole place on fire. Yeah, so, so it might, I mean, could be poison fire. I don't know. Yeah. It's a magical you, world. Who knows? True. Magic so usually, poison fire. You know, so usually if you light it on fire, it kind of burns off the poison. But but not if you know what you're doing. If you're a good artificer, you know what so. you're doing. But Apparently uh, Magnus yeah, like, is a good artificer because, you know, he poisoned the king and killed him, so. Uh, he falls into this house, and the lady that's in the house, you know, gives him up. Like, he's in here! Her, yeah. He's in here! So he has to, again, bolt out. Uh, and he's, again, jumping rooftop to rooftop. Mi- miscalculates, and he goes, like, sliding Flying. off quicker than he need he expected to. Uh, uh, he takes the arrow that was in his shoulder and... Um, is able to scale down one of the um, banners, yep. but it's still a good like I don't know twenty foot it's drop. Like a from twenty the, foot drop. Yeah, from the bottom the of, the, of the. Yep. Yep. Bottom banners to the ground, and oh. as he's trying to get away, uh, Finn, one of Gunner's kids, uh, the kid, the first kid that he meets in the story, that he stops the guard from. Uh, yep. You know, well that he, you know, the guards fight him because he, you know. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Anyways. So, so Finn helps him up, um, and we do see the guards going from house to house, uh, taking, taking the children, um, while Finn himself is giving the giving Klaus out of the castle uh, to Lily, and um, yeah, ultimately they they're able to get him strapped up on a. Uh, on a sled and get him away. And as that's happening, uh, Magnus is, you know, forming a search party and leading a search party at that. Yep. He's like, we're going to find him. Yep. He's going, we're going to take care of him. He's going to be, he's got nine, nine problems and Klaus cannot be one of them. (laughs) So that ends that issue. Uh, Into the issue six. And we get Dagmar and Jonas. Dagmar trying to trying to get Jonas out of here, out of the out of the town, because now she she finally realizes that her husband's crazy. That like, he is fucking psychopath. Yeah. He's gonna try to kill the king. He's led them into a dark, dark corner, and there's nowhere they can go from there. Nope. And so she's like, "Yeah, we have to get out of here. We have to go far, far away from here." And while that's going on, um, Finn has gotten Klaus to his house, to the Klaus house, if you will. <laughs> and uh, Klaus mixes up. Oh, sorry. 
Klaus yep. mixes up a um, you know uh, enough medicine to you know clean him out uh, from the uh, uh, poison, poison that was given to him. The poison. Cusco's poison. Yeah, poison is chosen especially for Klaus. Klaus is poison. That poison. <laughs> uh, but while he, uh, Finn goes outside to find Lily, and she's growling, and he sees that uh, the bunch of lights in the forest, um, because uh, Klaus had told him the story about the uh, shining the spirits. people. Yep. And, and like, so oh, he look, thinks, just... oh, hey, it's just like the story. Nope. Nope. These are the guards. Yep. With... And then Lily gets hit with uh, some of the poison arrows. Yeah. Uh, you know, so he, uh, Finn's telling you her to run, but she doesn't make it very far because uh, she mean, gets she... shot again. Yeah, she gets shot twice, um, but she does get away from the house. Yeah. Um, but then, of course, you know... Uh, uh, Klaus gets, uh, I assume, shot again. Uh, I, I'm not entirely sure if he gets shot or knocked or out. I think he gets knocked head. out. Yeah, because he when right. he wakes up, he is he is drawn. Staked. He yeah. hasn't been corded he, yet. He, he's staked out on the ground, uh, tied down so he can't move. To the ice, not the ground. Yeah. Oh, to the ice. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. And uh, they're like, yep, just, just uh, leave him here. And uh, he can, you know die slow and painfully and freezing to death yep yep it's not great so finn gets taken back to the castle uh and thrown into the dungeon with all the other kids who are eating gorging themselves on a bunch of sweet foods and donuts and stuff like that cupcakes and candies yeah uh but he puts two and two together he's like no this is bad when when has the Baron ever handed out free stuff? When has it been this nice? It's like, this is... He's fatting us up like like geese at Yule time. Uh, and his sister's like, isn't that... Isn't that good? Like, isn't that, that's supposed to be a good thing, right? Uh, back in the mines, and we see Gunner is, you know, still working. There's a guy who literally dies on the spot. And it's like... Gunner is pissed. He's like, I can't do this anymore. Like, I, you've taken everything away from us. You know, our, our children, our bodies, our lives. Like, we've given you everything. And, and, you know, what do we get? And he cracks open the fissure, which then we see a giant red eye poking out. And it's like, I'm hungry. Like, you know, I'm finally free. Finally uh, free, free from, from rocks, rocks. Free from books. Where are they hiding? Where are they hiding? Where are the children? Mm-hmm. Um, and we see this being. And this is the beginning of the uh, story of something's killing the children. Oh. <laughs> we do need to get back into those, don't we? Absolutely. Yeah. So. Um, but then Finn... we get back to Finn and Finn's like, we need to get out of here. We need to get out of here now. Yeah. Um, and then back up into the castle, we see. I'm a, these are the king's men. I don't know if that's the king himself. I don't think so. I think it's all the. I think these are all barons. Okay. I see. That's what I thought too, but they weren't really because I think these at the very end these were the only guys that were there as well. So I didn't know what was going on there. Whatever. Well, maybe one of them is the king. I don't know for certain, but um, I, unless yeah, the guy in the silver armor that might be the king. It's a good possibility. But I, I, who knows? Either way, uh, he's basically saying, hey, we've come to arrest you, and you're, um, 
you're you're screwed, dude. And and Magnus just like, oh my back, it's I've got problems. I'm confined to this chair. I'm sorry. Oh, the Baron. This is the Baron Bjorn. So that would be the king, right? I'd assume so. Yeah, I think so. Um, it's like, but hey, you know, you can have some food first, and then we could, you know, talk about what's going on. Because hey, look, everybody's here. Here comes my wife and my son. It's wonderful. And our we final them guest, a mile away from the castle. Yeah, well, I don't know why they were trying to escape, but our final guest is—he's uh, arriving, and here he is. And it is this being I, this. They don't I ever say a name. Krampus. That's what I was thinking. It's, it's literally Krampus because he has a weird fixation with bad children, <clears throat> aka Jonas, um, and throwing him in the back. He's got so, the horns, the long tongue, the hoofed feet. Yeah. So I, I well for this for our intent and purpose, we'll call him Krampus. They don't ever name him in the book here, but he's Krampus. Yeah. Um. um so he comes in. He's like. You, you said there were children here. Where are the children? I want the children. And then, you know, of course, Jonas has to open his mouth. Um, yeah. But we go back to Klaus, who is out on the snow, and uh, or on the ice, and there are wolves uh, coming to him. Um, and, the lead wolf being, of course, Lily. Well, Lily's who, already there, like, trying to lick oh, his yeah. wounds. Oh, yeah, and then the other wolves come to him. Yeah. And uh, she, Lily howls the song that she learned from him to mm-hmm. summon the uh, Shining People. And uh, they bring him back to life. Yeah, what she said? Better. Uh, must, must make uh, better. Make you better. Come, come to us. And uh, they bring him back to life. And... Uh, they turn his sled into a um, another kind of sled, but then uh, there a are symbols. Sled. Yeah, yeah. Th- so we get the symbol for for joy. Uh, I don't know if the other ones are like happiness and it's probably hope and something else. Yeah. You know? So he, I, he... I didn't see no S on his chest, just in case he <laughs> forgot who he was. Anyway, the S is. It's, oh wait, what was what's the line? Oh, because it says you know my where I come from it meets hope. Well, we're we're here. It's an S, stupid. Whatever Batman <laughs> tells him, I can't remember what it is. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, like they they put these ruins on on Klaus to make him better. And X, the X is gift. Okay. And. Let's see. The other one looks like. I'll say ultimately, these beings saved both him and Lily, because I mean she was also you know dying from the poison arrows. Oh, uh, the, uh, last the last one, one is the rune of transformation and testing, and oh. sometimes uh, likened to death. Oh, interesting. So uh, it is the rune of the yew tree, uh, the symbol of age, endurance, death, and eternal life. Ah, there we go. That makes more sense now. So gifts, joy, and eternal life. Okay. Wonder who he's going to be. Um, Mary Poppins. <laughs> I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. <laughs> so into the final issue, we I saw see... a picture. 
of them doing uh, uh, his Michael makeup. Rooker's face. Like, yep. Yeah. And they're like, uh, Mary Poppins getting ready for, or uh, uh, Julie Andrews getting ready for her uh, role in Mary Poppins in, you know, <laughs> 1950, whatever it was. Yeah. Love it. Great. But anywho, back to our story. Yep. Uh, so we see Finn. Uh, I'm assuming this is his siblings, but it just could be. It no, may they also be siblings. all the children. Well, I didn't know oh, yeah, if he I, was getting all of them or just his. No, it kids. does look because there's more kids like shuffling through there. So yeah, it's probably is all the kids. Okay. Oh, up there. Okay, they already went through. So yeah, yeah it's he basically they're they're climbing the vent into the kitchen to uh, to you know get out of there. Uh, we see Krampus still in the dining room dining hall. Uh, going after Jonas, um, and then Magnus is like, "Wait a minute, that's not that's my son. We didn't agree to this. Like, get let my son go." Um, and, Ma- and the uh, um, Krampus is like, "Ha, yeah, well, they're all mine. I told you, and I'm hungry, so I'm gonna eat him." Yeah, and Magnus uh, is like, like, "No, I I set you free. I, you do my bidding. Like, I have the book, so you're gonna do what I tell you to." Ha ha ha! And he's like, "Wait, you're not in the book anymore. Boy, am I dumb." Yeah, he wasn't, uh, he definitely wasn't smart. Yeah. Um, but, uh, as he's, you know, whining and pissing and bitching and moaning, um, uh, Dagmar shoots Krampus to get him to release Jonah. Yeah, right in the and eye. And Jonah runs away. And as Jonah's running away, the other kids are trying to escape and they do the, uh, you know, like classic cartoon corner blunder where they run into each other. Yep. But and, they uh, do all eventually... Uh, like Krampus comes up and Jonah sacrifices himself. He's like, yeah, he's you know, like, hey, he's take like, me. I'm the bad person. You know, spare them. Um, and so and, and Krampus does. Him, yeah. And he's like, but, yep, done. Who's next? Yeah. And this is when Gunner shows up and freaking drops a pickaxe right into the base of uh, Krampus's uh, back or neck. Right. Yep. And uh, he's like, you know, run, kids, run for your life. And they're like, is that guy Santa? And, you know, Finn, who looks a lot like um, Sora right there, is like, <laughs> no, he's our dad. And then Mickey yeah. Mouse comes in. Oh, wait. Well, but that's fun. Like, he gets he gets knocked back for a second, and then Gunner grabs the kids and, and bolts. I'm serious, kids. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, you know, Krampus is following. Uh, and he's like, you know, run forever is too late. Nothing, Nothing can, can save you, you from, from me. me. Uh, until we see... Klaus with his wolf, reindeer, whatever, pulling the the magical sleigh, uh, and he's like, "Yeah, I don't think so." So he <laughs> knocks him down, jumps off. Um, Lily like bites off one of his hands, and Klaus himself like goes and attacks. Klaus literally comes in here like uh, Thor once he gets uh, Stormbreaker. Yeah, <laughs> and just. He goes to chopping, um, and he's like, you know, you're gonna, you know, open your eyes, monster. He's standing on his chest with like a, I think a dagger. No, he had just pulled out the dagger. He's about ready to stab him in the face. Yep. Uh, he's like, you know, you know, face face the end of all this. Uh, but Magnus with Baron Ulrich Sword stabs it through Klaus's uh, chest. Which, how the fuck did Magnus get up there in the first place? Magic. I guess so. <laughs> I Look. Well, he's he does have a lot of rage right now. Because Krampus stole his kid. 
and betray them. So sure, but anyways, we'll we'll um, go with that. And then, yeah, and then uh, you know he's like, "Oh, you die when I tell you to," you know. And then um, Lily goes to attack Krampus again, but gets knocked down. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but Jonas, she gets back up again Jonas, because yeah. you never get to keep her down. That's right. Um, but uh, uh, Magnus goes in. He's like, "I want my kingdom. I want my crown. I want my people to love me." And he's like, you know, bitching at Krampus. And, yeah, he also uh, says, "I want my wife and son to love me." And yeah. Dagmar's like, "Yeah, no, you're a you're a giant prick. Like, we're you done. murdered my father. You hunted Klaus to his death. You surrendered to a monster. It's over. We're finished." And then she walks away. Yep. Uh, and uh, then he gets a lava bath from Krampus, and he's done. Baron is gone. Yep. And then all the people are like, yay, the monster killed the Baron. He's gone. Burn the rest. Where's the boy? Get him next. Yeah, so then, he pulls, he grabs, like, the chain around uh, Jonas's ankle, uh, starts pulling him in. Dagmar is trying it's going to try and you know pick up the sword and and go save her son but uh Klaus just like yeah I'll take it from here Dagmar and literally grabs the sword and she's like wait a minute you were run through what you you were dead and he's like hey I can't be killed now I still am not sure what it really means but we'll see yeah the shiny family brought me to the house behind the north northern lights um I think I'm immortal now well who knows yeah we'll see yeah um but uh then krampus touches the sled uh the sled that's uh what is it forged from the rarest thought metals by the hated elders of my kind so we find out he's actually one of the shining people yeah um but uh he's like you know uh now i'll raid the world hunting all the children and uh Klaus is like, uh, Lily and Carl will protect you from the mob. You know, uh, they can, they smell change in the air, uh, in the, like smoke, but smoke, well, it doesn't always mean fire. And, uh, you know, Krampus has Jonas and he's running away with him. Um, the few guards that are left. But even with this point though, with Jonas, he's like, you know, I know I was bad. Um, I know I was spoiled and greedy. I know that now, but the Santa only brings toys to good, good children and Santa made General Grievous for me. So <laughs> it's he's 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 changed and he knows he changed. Even earlier when he sacrificed himself for the kids. Yeah. It, Jonas it was, it was, 3 days ago would not have done that. No. Um but you know uh, Finn runs out in front of the mob and he's like no 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 guys everybody this is Yule time. Everybody holds off and wait for Santa. Yeah. You know. And uh Klaus is, or uh, um, Krampus is like, there is no Santa. Yule night belongs to fear and cold darkness now and forever. All bad children belong to me. Yep. And uh, Klaus gets a running jump off the uh, one of the parapets, and he's like, I'll say this right now: there are no bad children. Yeah. I mean, that's that's awful nice of him to say. I mean, I mean he's wrong, but no. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he jumps onto the sled. And Klaus, uh, Krampus just like, you know, they're asking for it. They need it. They they must be punished. So Krampus must be Republican. Um, Klaus is... <laughs> Look who said it this time. It wasn't even me. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> I try to stay quiet on that, but whatever. 
Sometimes, hey, look, sometimes you can't. Even even staying quiet is still helping them. So exactly. Um, so Klaus just like you know, let me be the judge. Let me judge the terrible sins this child's committed. This child's committed, and name just one that that's worthy of a demon's wrath. And Klaus, Klaus Krampus, to make case. Uh, this boy told lies. There was pride and greed, ingratitude, and you. You'll burn as easily as the rest. <laughs> oh, such wickedness. I'll give you this, Beast. You've made me want to laugh for the first time in too many years. Uh, do you know what else is funny? Up here, your fires don't burn. Because when he tries to burn them, all that comes out is smoke. Because they are so high up that fire doesn't have oxygen. Yep. And then he chops Lost off his off. head uh, with a ho-ho-ho. No, a ho 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 ho. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> and he grabs Jonas and comes. They got some hose in this house. Definitely, uh, comes crashing Klaus. down into. Uh, well, Krampus comes crashing down into the the ground through the church, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, Klaus comes flying down on the the sled with Jonas and. Brings him back to Dagmar. Um, then get... he flies the sled out of town, brings back another tree to place in the middle of it, yes. uh, a live tree. Yep. Uh, which he stands up by himself. Well, again, now the magic makes sense. Him having yeah, all exactly. his power. The issue to him having all his power didn't make a lot of yeah. sense. But uh, ultimately, Dagmar's the, the baroness of this land now. And she's like, you know, with class as my advisor, I vow to make amends for my late husband's darkness deeds. Uh, the Lord Magnus was under an evil spell, your majesty. So yeah, this guy, so, yeah, the guy in the was silver king. armor was the king. Um, things will change in Grimsvig. Uh, and he's just like, you know, milady, we will attend to your progress with great interest. Now, as regards to the epic feast, your husband has promised, but really dude, you know, hey, come he's down hungry. There. I mean, Again. come on. Um, but we get, uh, we get a, a fun little montage. Yeah, yeah, of the Yuletide over the years. We do um, see, we do see like Finn and Jonas becoming friends, playing together. Um, actually, you know, him growing up and having uh, a fun relationship. We we see Dagmar and Cramp or Klaus um, <laughs> dancing the entire time. Growing well, Dagmar growing old as Klaus stays the same age. Um, and then ultimately we see her passing and with her passing, Klaus is like, okay, well, well I don't need to, to be go. here anymore. I'll yeah. come by here once a year and, uh, you know, yeah, Jonas has grown to become his own man. He's, he's well respected now. It's like, it, it, it's come a long way and yeah, he goes flying off into the Atmosphere. Well, uh, yeah, into space, I guess. Um, and that's it. Yeah, it's pretty intense. I love it. Um, now I can't remember because I know that there are more Klaus or yeah, more Klaus uh, comics out there, but I don't think there's any um, like series. I think it's all just like one shots. Gotcha. And they they're still awesome though. Like I've read them. They're they're all great. This is. This was a lot of fun. Uh, maybe next year we'll 
dive into like every we'll try to do that every every Christmas time. Why not, right? Okay. Sounds kind of fun. If I could get a hold of them. Yeah. That's, that's a big thing. Well, they'll, they'll probably make an anthology out of them, you know. They usually well, I, do. Yeah, they 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 tend to. It's just a matter of if I get them. So That's fair. Uh but yeah, no, this was this was a fun one. I really enjoyed it. Um What what do you think? I thought it was great. I I enjoyed uh like the the story. I mean, like you know, we obviously pointed out there are a lot of flaws in like the logic and the uh, you know, progress of the story, but it was still yeah. fun, and it was a definitely a, a, a nice um, uh, alteration of the telling of you know how Santa began. Yeah. Uh, plus, the artwork was really awesome. Dan Moore art is just amazing. I I've said this before. I found him for the first time on Power Rangers, and obviously we have him for Once in Future. Yep. Um, there's a couple other books I've read. I read specifically. Because he was because doing the, the art. art, yeah. Gotcha. So he's he's one of those ones that if if I see him on art, it's it's a must read for me usually. Um, but no, and Grant Morrison himself, uh, he's a wonderful writer. I I read a ton of Grant Morrison stuff. Um, uh, I don't know that I've read anything else of his. I don't think you have. I know. Um, like, I know there was a Batman run in the, like, mid-2010s that was just amazing with him. But he's done, you know, he's done Superman. He's done a, a ton of different... Um, he's done Justice League. He's, he's been around DC. He's been around for a bit. He's also one of those where everything he does, like, has a point, has a meaning. He He's going to drop something in, like, issue one that will come back... It'll sound weird here, but it comes back in like issue forty-eight. That's fantastic. You know, three like years later, like so yeah. it's he did that with Batman, and it was just like, oh, this makes sense now. Okay, so yeah, we'll we'll get there when we get there. But Grant Morrison is just an amazing, amazing author. Um, we'll we'll hit more of his stuff in the future somewhere down the line. Um, that being said. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, we are part of the Professional Casual Network. I probably should have said that at the very beginning of the show, but whatever. We're still working it out. You know, two months in, I'm still working it out. <laughs> um, yeah, so part of Professional Casual. You know, go check out the wonderful shows there. I don't know what they are. Um, so You can name two of them. Uh, yeah, so Monday nights are uh, Lost Omens. Um and then uh, Thursdays, but actually, well, I guess Monday at midnight, Monday day at midnight, so uh, Monday mornings uh, is Lost Omens. Um, keep going there. Wednesday nights at 10 o'clock is when they release um, uh, the Grim Podcast, a, a Grim Podcast of Perilous Adventures, um, which is a Warhammer uh, roleplay. Uh, Lost Omens is a Pathfinder 2E roleplay. Uh, both of them are fantastic. I am. I actually joined the Patreon so that I could be a week up on those. Um, so, <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's worth it's worth the money to me. So, I mean, it probably is worth the money to other people if you like uh, if you like role playing. Where not only is the role playing good, but like sometimes you feel like you're sitting there with a bunch of friends. It's great. That always um, is fun. And we're there on Fridays, obviously now. Um, and there are other things. Uh, they do the um, 
Uh, Marvel Crisis Protocol on Wednesdays, I believe. Yes, and... I believe so. Oh, uh, yeah. Lost Omens. Oh, yeah. The Power Phase. Wait Did I Roll Wild. Uh, Grim Podcast Perilous Adventure. And then, yeah, us. I, I know they got the, they do a couple live shows. Um, hobby Hangouts. Uh, Wednesday seems to be when they drop their Patreon stuff. Uh, they have a Wait Did I Roll a Wild live. So. Uh, that's right from Bearded Dragon Games, isn't it? I believe so. I think it's where they play. Yeah. Up I there in good so, old New York. It's like you know, one of their big sponsors. Yeah. Uh, our big sponsors, I guess. <laughs> well, yeah, you know what? They do have comics. They keep saying that. So maybe uh, hmm. we'll figure something out with that. Hop, hop on the website. Uh, what is it? Uh, Bearded Dragon Online. BeardDragonGames.online. We're really bad at this, so uh, (laughs) if we're new, we don't know what to do. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, Yeah, you guys can find us on uh, Twitter while it's still around. I don't know if it's still around by the time (laughs) you guys are listening to this. If it isn't, uh, I don't know what to do on that one. Uh, But yeah, no, we're on Twitter at Comic Rundown, on Instagram at Comic Book Rundown. Don't think that's going away anytime soon. And you can email us, comicbookrundown at gmail.com. Rate and review us on your podcasting app of choice. Uh, If you do, let us know by hitting us up on one of the social medias or email. Uh, Or you can even write us on the social media or email. Either way, we will read them on an upcoming episode. Um, We have merch Uh, over at Red... Redbubble and Tea Public. Yep. Uh, and then our song was done by Joe Cubis. Yep. Yeah. Because yep. Wreck My Podcast is gone. So Previously part of uh, Wreck My Podcast. Partially part of the uh, Sex Turtles. Yeah. Yeah, I got a, I got a hold of uh, Jordan the other day. And I'm like, hey, I got to get you on uh, upcoming episodes sometime soon. So I yeah. also got to do that. To, I got to reach out to Joe and... Crager to do that sometime yeah. too. Oh God, I haven't heard from Crager in forever. Well, he got married, so yeah, that happens. You know, recently actually wasn't it last month. I well, I'll have to ask Tim. He'll know exactly when it was. <laughs> True. I uh, see. I thought it was maybe it was in October. Yeah, maybe I don't remember. Fuck, I don't know. Um, let's see. Uh, where, where can they find you on Oh, uh, Good social? at This Game on uh, Instagram, TikTok, um, that other one that uh, uh, Melon Tusks owns. Um, did you see that one? No. Oh, it, was, it was a picture of a, a mammoth, and it said Mel- Melon Tusks, and it had two melons stuck to the mammoth's tusks, and then it says uh, your account was banned. <laughs> nice. Um, but yeah, I, I'm on Twitter also. Um, yeah. Yeah, there, um, I know. So my group chat for the other network I'm on there, a few of them have gone on to the new social media app called Mastodon. Um, allegedly, it's I mean, it's growing. So I don't know if it's good or not, but I haven't hopped on it yet. Is that like a PFW uh, alumni mm-hmm. thing? No. No, uh, that's a local joke for everybody who lives in Fort Wayne. Um, or the surrounding areas, I mean. Yeah, good point. 
but yeah, no, that's uh, I think that's everything. So that's it for me. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. Thank you guys. We will have a have a Merry Christmas. Have a Happy Hanukkah. Happy uh, Kwanzaa. Whatever is you're celebrating. Happy holidays, people. Happy holidays. Because, you know, that covers everything. Yeah, but I like to say them all. All as well. But you don't know all of them, so. I don't know all of them. You know what? Funny thing was, if last year had the Lee 8 read my stuff in order, my 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 uh, sponsor stuff in order, I would have gotten all of them because I actually looked up and be like, <laughs> all right, what is, this will, this will drop on this day? All right, so read this one because I think last year uh, Hanukkah was like earlier. It was like late um, November, early December. So I had like I, there was Kwanzaa, there was like there was a um, sh- there was another one like Krampus Night or something like that. Like there was there was a oh, like got, a bunch happy of them. Yule also. There you go. I mean, See? Yeah. See? So yeah, happy holidays and um, all that shit. yeah. So we'll. See you guys later. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this show, check out all the other great shows here at the Professional Casual Network. Like what, Danny? I'll tell you, on Mondays, we've got the Lost Omens podcast, our Pathfinder 2E actual play, hosted by me, playing through the Extinction Curse AP. Also, streaming on twitch.tv slash professional casual network at 7 p.m. Eastern time, you can check out, oh yeah, the power phase, our Marvel Crisis Protocol live battle report show. On Tuesdays, the podcast version of, wait, did I roll a wild? Our Marvel Crisis Protocol povlog is available. On Wednesdays, alternating releases on the Patreon, we have Settling the Southlands, our homebrew Wolfwarp actual play, and The Slithering, a Pathfinder second edition actual play. And on Thursdays, live at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on twitch.tv slash professional casual network, we've got, wait, did I roll a wild, our Marvel Crisis Protocol povlog. You can also check out back episodes of Elite Eight Showdown and the first 39 episodes of the Lost Omens podcast, the first 24 episodes of Settling the Southlands, and the first handful of episodes of The Slithering on the YouTube at youtube.com slash The Professional Casual.